You're listening to the Living Inside Out podcast, and I'm your host, Talks Arotori. This is episode 60. Welcome to the Living Inside Out podcast, where we believe the mind is the engine room of our lives. Episode 60 is Looking Back to Finish Well. And the timing is, well, obvious because we have just begun the second half of the year 2022. And if you're listening, which you obviously are, (laughs) this calls for a celebration, thankfulness, gratitude that we made it thus far because not everyone did. If this is your first time here, welcome and big, big hugs please click the subscribe button so you don't miss future episodes. And I'd love you to kindly review this podcast because every single subscription, review, and of course, share helps us to get seen by more people. And to my regular listeners, I thank you for coming back. Thank you so much. Every time we connect here, it feels like a family reunion. Can you believe this is 60? It wouldn't be without you, seriously. Every message, comment, review, phone call to tell me that you have made a new decision or that you are inspired to change something in your life blesses me immensely. And it makes me believe that I am doing what I know I should be doing. So thank you so much for your comments and your reviews and just coming back to me with some feedback to let me know that I'm doing what I should be doing. But more importantly, uh, the questions that you ask and you give me the opportunity to speak into your life, I don't take that lightly. And talking about questions, I need to do a and a Maybe I'll do it as an Instagram live because I've just started doing Instagram lives. Maybe we can do like a dial in and then I record, re- I, uh, play your question on the podcast and then respond to it. I can't seem to speak today. Whatever format we choose to do, a question and answer would be great because I find sometimes that I'm getting the same question from multiple people and my answer in some cases is exactly the same. So I think, you know, your questions, other people have the same questions too and can be blessed when we all come together to create this space where people can learn. I kept pushing back the recording of this episode because I thought, hmm, 60? It's got to be huge. I can't just start with, well, last week we talked about whatever we talked about. My initial thought was share some mind-blowing lessons that I've been learning recently. Oh my goodness, I played back because what I do sometimes especially when I'm driving, I do like a one hour 15 or one hour 30 minute drive to work every single day. And in that space is where I get some of the downloads and revelations that the Lord gives me. And then obviously I can't write, so I voice record them. And so this morning I found myself listening to the last recording I made, which was about a week or two weeks ago. And honestly, I just really felt like crossing out everything that I have to do today and which includes going to the gym thank you very much and just writing you know sharing my thoughts I really would love to share with you 
what I have been learning, but I'm going to hold fire for a while because I prefer to allow new revelations to sit with me and get to put them to test, have a deeper understanding before it's time to share. So in due course, I will be blowing your minds like my own mind has been blown. Instead, I decided to do a review of the past six months, you know, because we are starting the second half of 2022. If you're listening in the first week of July or the second week of July, episode 60 is six months of lessons of grace, of God's favor. And I'm not going to just pull out six episodes, one per month, and then elaborate a bit more on it, which would have been great. But instead, I want to invite you into a more personal space, my journal, (laughs) which holds some of my deepest and often life-changing thoughts. Let's go. January, start of the year, the power of single dimensional decisions. (laughs) I recall being pretty laid back at the start of January. I struggled a bit to get into the groove with my plans and all, but that was partly because I was making a deliberate attempt at not going with the flow of the world. You know that there are times and seasons where the entire world appear to speak the same language, think the same thoughts, do the same things. And at the start of the year, we have new year, new me. The conversation is all about goals and dreams and plans and resolutions and all of that stuff. If you're going to live from the inside out, you will have to disconnect from trending behaviors and language. And so pulling away from the zone that the world is in helped me to notice that too often we make single dimensional decisions when life is actually multidimensional. And so on the day or the season in which this journal entry was made, I had successfully exercised for three to four days in a row and I was already seeing the benefits. I also prayed the night before just as I was falling asleep and then I woke with so much peace. Had an interview to attend on someone's podcast that following morning and the interview went really well. Now understand that one decision to exercise is a single dimensional one but it forms the basis for how the rest of your day or in fact how the rest of your life will turn out in a nutshell Do not downplay the effect of seemingly small decisions. Identify what those one-dimensional activities are that form the foundation for you to build successfully on. But you see, this applies to both negative and positive choices. For example, the decision to spend an extra hour reading versus procrastinating will have a knock-on effect on how your day turns out. In a previous episode, I shared about the photo and video shoot that we had in the business that took months and months to plan. Lots of resources, people involved, and cost us a tidy sum. We were all so excited about it as the first day of filming approached, but then I was missing one minor thing. I didn't create the mental or physical space to prepare. And I ended up doing a rubbish job with my interviews. 
There's a scripture in the Bible that says, it's the little foxes that spoil the crop. It's not the hurricanes or the tornadoes or the very obvious destructive forces, because those can destroy, of course, but they rarely happen. It's the tiny little things we neglect to do because they seem so small or we choose to do because they seem too small to have an effect. Now, when you stack that up against the outcome of what we're hoping for, it ends up being way more destructive than it looks. Another entry that I had in January was doubt your doubts because there are thoughts that come to inform us and that information isn't necessarily an instruction, but sometimes we do take it as an instruction. Just because you have doubts about pressing forward doesn't mean that thought is valid or that you should react to it. Learning to doubt the doubts that show up has been a dream saver for me, especially when I compare it to the periods that I took my doubts as gospel truth. So that's one area that I'm still working on and I still have to audibly remind myself. And one way in which you can do it is when a question comes or when a doubt comes, say it out loud so you can actually hear it because Honestly, our thoughts are a lot of times lies disguised as truths. And so in your mind, it's logical and it makes sense. But when you say it out loud or you write it down, you expose it for what it is and then you can counteract it with a truth because you getting to know exactly what you're thinking gives you the power to change your thoughts as opposed to relying on your emotions and going with the flow. In that same month of January, I noticed that I was holding back a lot. It's a lot of writing in January. I write almost every day. Actually, I do write every single day, not necessarily in my journal, but I get through my day and my life by writing because that's one of my gifts. So I had visions of what I should be doing to help the people in my space, you know, recording videos and different topics of my podcast and articles and and workshops and all of that. And somehow I managed to gain satisfaction from simply desiring to do these things. And just last week, I learned that all the desires and the intentions of the world are pointless if you don't take action. There are some people who struggle to dream while others have no issues dreaming, but they wouldn't act. Listen, you're always faced with two choices. Either go for what you desire or quench the desire itself because there is this thing called cognitive dissonance, which you have heard of and it's the struggle that we have within ourselves. It is when you desire one thing, but you're acting on something else or you have two conflicting desires fighting to be heard at exactly the same time. And it's a very uncomfortable unsettling feeling and what we do is choose one or quench the other we can't have two different choices or decisions at exactly the same time one has to die and the other one has to leave understand that you were not created just to live a good life your purpose comes first and the good life the pleasure all of that is not even a reward or a bonus but it's a result of pursuing your purpose so why do we leave only for the results? I have a few ladies I'm working with and doing some coaching with them. And 
I can see a thread running through their minds, almost like they know each other. They're on different continents, by the way. <laughs> and that is the desire to be comfortable, the desire to be at peace and the desire to just have a good life. And we all have that desire. I have that desire too. But you have got to drag yourself to take action on what you know is true, even if it puts you in an uncomfortable situation, as opposed to you taking actions just to feel good, because either way you're expending time and energy and resource, as opposed to using your resources to create and manifest your purpose, which is bigger than anything else. Listen, when you come to the point of understanding that the most important task you have on earth is to fulfill the reason your creator made you, everything else wouldn't matter. And you'll find yourself, you will no longer be as distracted and you will be focused on the things that you were created to do. And it just creates this feeling of alignment and completion and joy. A couple of exercises that I carried out in that month, I did a lot in that month, to get a grip on my mind were, number one, rogue thoughts. This is what I refer to as the sneaky lies that invade your mind without you knowing. That's what I call rogue thoughts. They sneak into your mind like thieves and they tend to lie right next to the thing you should be doing. So they support your tendency to procrastinate or encourage you to give up. For example, one of my excuses for dragging my feet about writing my book was there are so many self-help books and mine will get lost in the pile. And so when you list your rogue thoughts, you get the opportunity to counter it with a truth and that stops you from being held back. And that's a practice that I encourage you to do. When you find yourself stuck, and unable to move forward, even though it makes perfect sense, pause for a minute and list the reasons why you're holding back. And while we're on tools, I want to encourage you to use another tool, which I know a lot of people already do, so you may already be familiar with, gratitude. Listen, I use this regularly, especially, I use it particularly when I am discouraged or scared or fearful of my immediate future. And when I write the gratitude list, I don't do bullet points, especially when I'm in a state. <laughs> I do bullet paragraphs so that it really sinks in. Paint the picture of what you're thankful for. For example, thank you, Lord, that I am here to form fond memories with my sons, that we can talk about our past and make plans for the future and when I look at their baby pictures, I don't do so with regret. I thank you that you handpicked the perfect husband for me and on and on I go. Now, this exercise is great because it does get you moving again when you're demotivated or even when you feel abandoned by God because it helps you to highlight the good things that you have in your life and also allows you to see that feelings are not fact. Month of February. This one is when I learned, amongst many other things, that the human spirit is dynamic, not fixed. 
I listened to a talk by Simon Sinek about how he struggled to write his second book. And that was so liberating to me because I believed that the struggle I was having in writing was unique to me. And isn't it interesting how we can believe so deeply in ability that we consider it to be a reality and that nothing can stop us from being led by this thing that we think is true. But the dynamism of the human means that even if you couldn't do it today, tomorrow can easily be a different story. You are not fixed. You can and you do evolve constantly. You evolve daily to become the person capable of fulfilling your unique purpose. So even when it seems or looks clearly impossible, don't ever accept it. Believe that you can and then allow God to mold you into the person who did it. You know, I cannot stress this point any more <laughs> than I am doing right now. I just wish I, or should I say, I cannot overstate this point is what I'm trying to say. I, I, it's helped me. Even this month, we're in July, we're in like week one of July. And already I've had moments where I felt I couldn't. You know, I have had moments where I couldn't see beyond where I stood. And this is the power of living from the inside out. When you live superficially, which is the opposite of inside out living, your emotions, your thoughts and your physical senses inform you of your limit. They tell you there is an end. This situation grows to this particular size or your ability to conquer certain demon or trial is fixed. It's limited. But when you live from the inside out, you understand that you are connected to God. You are connected to a source that is limitless, which means you are also limitless. That is so powerful. I want you to really think about it and accept and believe that you are dynamic as a person and what you see, what they have said about you, even the abilities, when you've stretched yourself to impossible limits, there is still more beyond. And that is a good thought to have when you're going through what might be a devastating loss. If you're grieving about someone or something and you cannot see the end of your grief, understand that you are dynamic and how you feel today is not how you're going to feel next week. In February, I spent a week in Madeira, Portugal. That was my holiday that my staff imposed on me. Thank you, people. On my final day, I looked out at the sea, beautiful, blue, expansive, and I looked as far as my eyes could travel. There was a point where the mountains and the sea seemed to meet, forming a perfectly straight line. It looked like the end of the sea. But we both know that the sea carries on beyond, right? Limitless. That's our God. He is limitless. And even if you see what looks like the end of his work in your life, your connection to him means that you also carry on beyond where your eyes can see. You're limitless. And that's why I prefer names to title because a title limits you to the definition of the word, but your name does not limit you to anything. Your name 
is written on the palms of God's hands and it says whatever God intended for you to become and it's way much more than you can think or imagine. I think I mentioned in the previous episode that every time someone calls your name, they are calling out your purpose because your purpose is freeze dried, if you like, or shrunk or vacuum packed into your own name. In February, I had a tough decision to make and it was a business one. <laughs> it bothered me. I'm glad I can laugh about it now, but it bothered me. But then when I stripped it down to its bare state, I discovered that the problem was not the decision or rather the problem was not the issue that I was facing. It was the thought of how I would be perceived by others. That's what I found difficult. So you'll find that stripping down your whys is such a powerful practice. Try it. If you don't already do it, and I'll be starting a new program in September that will have some of the exercises that I have mentioned so far, including how to strip your fears of its power. Something else I discovered in February is this. Don't make important decisions when any of the following states apply. When you're too tired, when you're overwhelmed, when you're under the pressure of time, and yes, there are deadlines that you have to work to sometimes, but you're going to have to pretend that there is no deadline so that you can make the right call. Because often when we're under time constraints, our decision is to, or should I say, our decision is driven by the need to meet the deadline as opposed to a decision that's driven by the outcome of what we do. Don't make critical decisions when you're being rushed by the other party. <laughs> this one has happened to me several times. A family member wants a favor. It's urgent for them, but it's not for you. It's not your urgency. It's not your emergency, but to them it is. Don't allow them to load their anxiety on you. Take your time. Don't make decisions when you're angry or feeling any other intense emotion. Allow the emotion to pass, you know, because it's constantly passing. Our emotions are not fixed. They're transient. They're constantly in motion, in motion, emotion. Allow the emotion to pass. Okay. And then you make the decision. Then you think, then you decide. Filled with doubt or uncertainty. That's another one. If you're filled with doubt or uncertainty, don't rush to make a decision based on that very shaky ground because anything built on a rough foundation on a stable foundation will crumble instead stop and get clarity i think if i could sum up these states that i've just mentioned into one simple sentence it would be don't be rushed because all of these require you to take your time time to let the emotion pass time to get clarity time to do it well time to rest. It all requires time. So don't be rushed. Don't allow any situation to rush you into making decisions because once that decision is made, once those words are uttered, it might change things forever. Oh, wow. <laughs> We're only onto March and the time is hurtling past us. Okay. I think I'm going to do March and then next week we will do the remaining three months because we're almost out of time. If the month of March had a title, I would call it self-motivation when the world is trying to drain you. <laughs> oh, 
One exercise that I did in March was recalling the amazing things I have done. This helps you to recognize your abilities when they are hidden by challenges. I also said this prayer, dear father, you will not give me an impossible to reach dream. You have given me all I need to manifest this picture. I surrender to you and I yield only to you as I receive grace, peace, abundance, and the right mindset to produce fruit. In Jesus' name, amen. And so that was my prayer that I made in my journal on the 10th of March. And I carried on and wrote this short conclusion. When we stand on the same spot praying for God to make a way, we are really praying, God, make me fearless and comfortable enough to move. And so we wait until we feel fearless and comfortable. But do you know that God made you in his own image? He spoke a word and then took action on every aspect of creation. And you can do the same too. You don't have to decide, declare and wait. Mm -mm. You decide, declare and do. Don't wait to feel like doing or feel brave about it. Superficial living relies on sights and feelings. Inside out living relies on inspiration from the real you and your spirit, which is the real you, is connected to God. A memorable lesson I learned in March was the permissive lifestyle. I remember this one. This is the one that seeks God's permission and man's approval at every turn. It's the mind that does not know that God has pre-approved them by carving out a space and creating a purpose just for them. In the book of Genesis, the Bible says that God prepared a garden for man and placed him in it. And where you stand today, you child of God, that's your garden, your sphere of influence, your space. You've got dominion over everything that's in your purview and everything works for you and is submitted to you. The ground on which you stand is the container for the components that you will build your future with. Okay, I'll rephrase that. The space you occupy today, the ground you stand on today, and the atmosphere that's all around you is all enriched with the components that you need to build your dream. So stop looking outside for permission or for approval or for help. Start with what you have. And we will pause, not stop, we will pause and we'll carry on next week because I've got some announcements. My much awaited program Get Unstuck launches at the start of the school year on the 15th of September. Sounds like a very long time, but the registration won't open until the end of this month. So 30th of July, and there are very limited spaces. I repeat, very limited spaces because it's just me. Okay. I'm going to be pouring from my life, my lessons, my principles, everything that has shepherded me. Is there a word? Is there a shepherded word? I don't know guided me <laughs> on my journey to where I stand today and I 
want to be able to make sure that I'm not only delivering truth, but also demonstrating and working with each person that's on the course. Okay. And so I'm limiting the class to six people. I might be able to stretch to 10, but it's limited either way. And I will not be repeating the program this year. So I encourage you to snap up a spot because you want to get on there, especially if you feel you're at a place where you are transitioning into a new season of your life, either career-wise, relationship-wise, even age. There is something about the age of 40. You know, every time I see, I have a lot of friends that have just turned 40 or are about to, or they're in their very early 40s, and they all say exactly the same thing. Turning 40 somehow erases your tolerance for crap. And I don't even understand how that's a thing, but I know it happened to me. And I know it happened to every single friend of mine that has turned 40. You suddenly become bolder, braver, and intolerant of other people's rubbish. Okay, so that's a transitional age. So of course, it's not limited to 40-year-olds. But if you're in some sort of transition or you are just at this crossroads of your life, this would be a good one for you, especially if you've already started to do the work and you know exactly what you want or you know that what you have right now is definitely not what you want. So I encourage you to snap up a spot, won't be repeating the program. Maybe I might do it next year, maybe. But Get Unstuck is my unique system for exposing mindsets that are holding you back. I can only share from my experience. And when I say my experience, I mean experience that created the results that I wanted. Because everyone has a desire to excel. I don't care who you are. Nobody wants to be stagnant and suffer, (laughs) you know, either mentally, emotionally or physically. No one wants to be in a state of lack. But not everyone will excel, okay? Everyone wants to, but not everyone will. Because it is what is in your mind that controls your actions and consequently creates the results that you see. So if we can find out exactly what holds us back as individuals, because for each person it's different, then we can just, you know, it just is. Okay, I shouldn't say that because we don't do comparison in Christian Dom, but however, it's a great Bible study. (laughs) And one of the things that our pastor mentioned was that our DNA is pre-wired for growth. Like we are supposed to grow. We're supposed to be fruitful and to be productive. Now, because I've also had more requests for mentoring than I can physically accept, I'm also going to include free mentoring in the package. I have in my bag more than 19 years of business experience. And there is nothing that will surprise me about running a business. And let me add that my business experience set my business started with 75 pounds. And today I own the premium est brand. I'm going to invent the word premium est brand of baby furniture in the United Kingdom. I am super proud of that. And I'm also in awe of that. So I come equipped with plenty of business experience. But then there is also the life experience because I'm in my final year of being in my 40s. And so I come with a bucket load of life experiences as well. I'm a mom of four. 
I have young adults and teenagers in my house, all boys. So I may not be able to mentor you on raising girls. Also because I don't even have a sister. So there is some lack of female situationship going on in my life. <laughs> and so you get free mentoring with the course for everyone who signs up. And it's uh, opening up, as I said, 30th of July. So you want to subscribe to my newsletter if you haven't or just keep an eye out or just follow me on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever because I will announce it there as well. Now on Instagram, I have begun a series of lives with female business owners because experience is a great teacher. Not the only teacher, but it's a great teacher. But instead of going through it yourself, you can gain and glean from other people's experiences first one i did was this past week and you can watch the replay of my live with alexandra baldi who is the founder of compass chelsea and an amazing wonderful businesswoman who i have now adopted as my sister <laughs> you can head to my instagram page which is at talksarotere and watch it there and also follow me so that you can get notifications of other lives if this episode has inspired you, led you to do some thinking, make some new decisions and even better, acted on it <laughs> or intend to act on it, you can be inspired further by heading to YouTube forward slash C forward slash Tuck's Arotary to watch and subscribe to Living Inside Out, the show. I would love to connect with you online. So let's do that. Let's hang out. Let's ask questions. Let us inspire each other. Let's grow together. Lots and lots of exciting things in store. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.